Welcome to the Wet Podcast, episode number 43. Welcome to the Wet Podcast, episode number 43. Today is another solo cast. I'm going to be talking about writing speed and uh, dictation. I've been experimenting with dictation software lately, and I wanted to uh, talk to you about that. I have been experimenting with dictation lately. I keep hearing about it on podcasts and blogs, so I thought I'd give it a try. The main impetus to get me to actually buy the software and start dictating was Monica Leonel, who has an excellent book on dictation. She's a big advocate of uh, streamlining processes and experimentation. And you can hear my interview with her uh, on this podcast if you go through the archives. She's been using Periscope lately, which is another thing I've been thinking about as well. In one of her Periscopes, she was talking about dictation and how much it has sped her up and changed her writing. She's also written a book about it, uh, a very short book that I think is well worth checking out. And I'll put a link in the show notes at ericmarshall.net slash wet so that you can uh, you can check out that book. It's, it's I highly recommend it. So I bought Dragon Dictation Software with uh, an education discount. I suggest that if you're a student or a teacher, you go to Amazon and search for the education version of Dragon, naturally speaking. Uh, that's the PC version. There's a, The Mac version is called something else, but they're the same software. But at any rate, it's a lot cheaper than the regular version. At first, it was really weird. You have to speak your punctuation. The software is remarkably accurate, but when it's not accurate, it's pretty frustrating. I find myself staring at the screen and waiting for the words to appear after I speak, and then fixing whatever Dragon doesn't accurately pick up. I don't know if this is the right approach or not, to be honest. Maybe it would be better to just talk and figure it out later. At any rate, I have found that the act of speaking rather than typing has increased my speed and has prompted me to write things that I may not have included otherwise. For example, I am rewriting the memoir to be more personal. I had left a lot of things out, and the memoir read as a chronological recounting of a lot of grad school events punctuated by some personal things. But the memoir is about distraction, it's about interruption, and it's about all the things I was doing when I wasn't writing. Frankly, it's an account of why it took so long for me to finish grad school. The problem I had was that I had shied away from some of the more personal things, and I neglected to really talk about how I felt during this time, and what some of the things I was doing meant in terms of both personal growth and professional development. I'm being a little vague here, I know, but the bottom line is that I got some really good advice from my friend Rob <laughs> that I should talk more about how I felt during the time and let my voice come out more. He said it read more like a paper than a memoir. And so as I work on my voice, I'm actually using my voice. I already have a good microphone that I use for podcasting, so I figure maybe I can get a lot out of dictation. I've already found that using my voice is a very different mode of communication than typing, especially as I do these solo casts for this podcast. Some of these are off the cuff, and some are things that I read from previously prepared material. Uh, the weird thing about this particular episode is that I am actually dictating the text, speaking my punctuation, and speaking clearly and a little more slowly than I normally do, so that I can read it later as a podcast, 
So I guess I'm speaking it twice. And this is an aside from the written text. But I just recorded this in dictation software into Scrivener, and now I'm reading it. And you might be able to tell that I'm reading. I know that my reading voice is different than my speaking voice in a way. But I keep wanting to go something like, um, so as I worked on my voice, I am actually using my voice, period. You know, because I just did it with all the punctuation. And now as I'm reading it, I want to speak the punctuation again, period. Uh, it's really weird. It's really changing the way I think about things. Um, so I'm trying to avoid that. I'm trying to speak in a more conversational tone than towards the dictation. Um, as I read the thing that I dictated, and now it's, it's very strange. Anywho. Uh, <laughs> when I type, my speed ranges from about 600 words per minute to about 1,800 words per minute. I know this because I track every writing session, including time spent, time of day, words written, and any notes about what I wrote. Um, I have records going back to the beginning of the year when I full-heartedly proclaimed that I would write 1 million words this year. In the somewhat limited sample size I have for dictation, I am routinely at 2,000 words per minute. That includes speaking more clearly and slowly, waiting for the words to appear, and making corrections as I go. I suspect that my speed will go up as I continue to use the software, learn how to speak properly into this thing, and organize myself better beforehand. Another aside, uh, the text of this thing I'm reading is 984 words, and it took me just over 20 minutes to write it. So for this particular type of writing, I am on pace for almost uh, over 3,000 words per minute, it looks like. So that's kind of interesting. I've also found that since I'm talking about personal stuff, such as relationships I've had or my dad's cancer and death, I find myself talking about things that I'm not sure I would have written if I were typing. I don't know if it's because speaking is so much different than typing or if it's because speaking is so much faster and it gives me the opportunity to riff and drift in ways that typing doesn't because typing is slower and it's harder to catch up to your thoughts. Uh, so at least for the memoir, I'm getting material faster and I'm writing things that I might not have written. One of the dangers for me of introducing new technology into my workflow is that sometimes the technology becomes more important than the writing. As I get used to dictating, I might find myself preferring it to typing to the extent that I don't write unless I'm in front of this computer at this desk with this microphone alone in my apartment. I have to be careful to avoid that. I like to write in coffee shops, and obviously dictation is not going to work in a coffee shop. Uh, but I shouldn't let that be an excuse to procrastinate. I also should not let the presence of other people in the house prevent me from writing because I feel weird dictating in front of them. In those cases, I should just go back to the keyboard. I haven't really been able to sit down for more than half an hour at a time in dictation, partly because of my schedule, partly because it's just really weird still. As I get used to it, though, I think it'll become a major part of my writing process. I'd be interested to hear if uh, any listeners have experimented with dictation at all um, in creative writing, in essay writing, or, um, or in academic writing. I, I think this might go fairly well in academic writing, actually, to, uh, to get people unstuck. Because uh, one of the problems I have with, with that sort of writing is, is just getting stuck and kind of being in my own head too much. So I'm, I'm looking forward to trying it. So if you have uh, 
any experience or you have any feedback or questions or comments or anything else, just uh, shoot me a tweet over on Twitter at emarsh or drop me an email, eric at ericmarshall.net. That's eric with a K at ericmarshall.net. And you can leave comments on this episode show notes at, uh, again, ericmarshall.net slash wet. That's where you'll find the archives for all of the previous 42 episodes of the wet podcast, um, which span writing, education, and technology. Thanks for listening to episode 43, and I look forward to talking to you again. See you next week. Bye.